Hey, everybody. I just wanted to tell you real quick. Look, we didn't invest in uh, T-shirts and hats. We could have. Believe me, I've come up with a slogan or two, as you could probably imagine. We have the commemorative uh, Kate Daly Show coin because we want to put money back in your pocket. And we knew that right now, with everything going on, you would want to invest in precious metals. This is a real silver coin. It is a uh, minted after the first coin ever produced in the United States. It has a piece of history that I love. And it has the Kate Daly Show on it, Be Faithful, Be Fearless. comes in a beautiful case. $99, and most of that goes to the show. But it is going to put money back in your pocket. And I do think silver is only going up. I wanted to make sure that you got something out of that, out of helping Truth and Radio. We're up against a lot because shows like this don't go on for a long time because uh, corporations usually edge us out. And I don't want that to happen. Please help this show stay on the air and you can help free speech and know that you did something to help free speech in America survive this. Radio is very important. It's a very important element because you're listening. And when people are listening, as Rush used to point out, when people are listening, they're digesting those words better than watching stuff, something on TV and watching visuals. It's a really important medium. And I want to stay here doing the show with all of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you. Go to Kate Dallas radio.com and please pick up a few of those coins i would really appreciate it thank you from the bottom of my heart hi everybody this is kate hey go to preparewithkate.com right now you can get some food storage in your home and you can get such a savings on it you can get a three-month supply with 150 dollars off or you can get a four-day supply uh for 297 dollars there's some great deals right now and the best part is you can actually pay over time but get it in your house right now so i'm i'm really letting you guys know preparewithkate.com it puts you right into patriot supply they're a fantastic company with fantastic products products. And I urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening. So please get some food under your roof. Prepare with Kate.com. Thanks guys. Hey guys, Kate here. Hey, I just wanted to make sure that you realize the pure body spray, the zeolite spray, there's an ad for that on the bottom of my homepage. You guys might want to grab that. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of really great results from it. This is the one my daughters turned me on to and they give it to their kids, but also for older people as well, um, because of the metals in our body, the things that are uh, so toxic, they think this is what's causing all the Alzheimer's and dementia to happen. And so if that's the case, this pure body spray, all you do a spray it in your mouth tastes like water you don't even taste anything and a couple times a day and it adheres to the metals and the toxins in your body and takes them out and so this is an important spray with everything going on all of the things showering down on our heads and everything else this is something that you're going to want in your arsenal so i highly highly recommend this uh pure body zeolite spray okay uh, make sure and go to the link on the bottom of my homepage. You'll feel better, less brain fog, all kinds of different things that you'll see from getting those toxins out of your body, your liver, everything else. Zeolite spray is amazing, and this is the purest form on the market, so make sure and get it. Do not listen to this show. The truth can be scary. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Scream. 
scrapping a Halloween tradition. A local school district mm -hmm. is canceling its annual parade to be more inclusive of students from other cultures and religions. Today, it was confirmed in these letters sent out by Lower Marion School District's elementary principals. Safety and a sense of belonging for all cited as key reasons. Halloween is a holiday that some of our students don't celebrate for religious or cultural reasons. And in the past, they had sort of sat in the library by themselves while their classmates were having a parade. We have to be realistic about the world in which we live and the safety and security of our students is always our number one priority. And so we looked at that and there are, have been in the past literally hundreds of parents and guardians who have come to these parades and just thinking about a perimeter of unscreened adults around an entire elementary school population marching around an open field. Another factor, the district says, is consideration about upsetting kids whose parents can't attend or families who can't afford costumes. Despite the parade's cancellation, kids will still be able to come to school on Halloween, a half day, in whatever they choose to wear, costume or not. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show last hour on a Monday, and it's Halloween. And I've got Uncle Milty, and I've got uh, the great uh, Dr. Duke Pesta, and the great Milty. I know he's going to look at me sideways when I do that. And the great Milty. And let me just tell you, um, we... <laughs> Okay, that clip, that clip was from the news and it was a school on the East Coast and those were the reasons. Safety, that somebody might get molested or taken in front of all the parents because that happens all the time at the at the high school, you know, um, parade. Not the high school, the elementary yeah. school parade, Halloween parade, costume parade, okay? So safety, 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 safety. Oh, they're not safe. The parents are all there and they might watch their kid get taken from them. And the other thing was uh, poverty because people can't afford costumes. And then what was the other reason? Inclusivity because some kids might sit in a library and they might be sad. So <laughs> therefore, or they're going to teach tolerance and kindness and love by punishing the whole group and not having the parade. But here's the deal. I'm not advocating for the pagan holiday. I'm just I'm just trying to point out the reasons why, and this is trending, this is going with everything, not just Halloween, why uh, people like this in these school districts are trying to teach inclusivity by punishment. Dr. Pesta joins us from the Dr. Duke show, of course, always on Monday, which is which is great. We missed you last week. And uh, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Dr. Duke Pesta. Well, please. the first thing I would say is you the public schools are actually telling you uh -huh. that your kids are less safe from molestation <laughs> on the public streets in costumes with their parents than they are at a drag queen show at a bar? <laughs> wait, <laughs> yep. wait a second. Yep. You got perverted men dressed as women mm -hmm. shaking their crotches in the faces of babies, mm -hmm. little boys and girls handing $5 bills down their pants. Right. And that's inclusive. Totally. Whereas Halloween, where, mm -hmm. I mean, think how, how much more inclusive can you get than a situation <laughs> where everyone's in a mask? Everyone's in a, a costume. Yeah. No one, you can't tell what race they are. You can't tell what right. gender they are. Right. I mean, isn't that the ultimate equity? And yet <laughs> you can't go out trick-or-treating, but you can go stick your hand on the pants of a drag queen. Well, okay, that I makes mean, a lot of sense. Certainly it does, doesn't it? Sounds logical to me. I The whole safety thing, too, was a crack-up because um, I don't ever remember a school parade being unsafe. And, and now all you're seeing is, oh have a really safe Halloween and here's an app to track you. And here's, here's, you know, it's funny that it's being used as an excuse all of the time, safety. And then of course, poverty. I'm sorry, who can't, you can put together a costume, 
made out of, you know, anything up in your house. You, you could put, literally put a baseball cap on and yes. call yourself, right? right? Right, I mean, that's all it takes. Yeah. And, and, you know, some of this, though, I think, Kate, has to do with the poverty argument. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. If you got kids who are genuinely hungry, you got kids in poverty, wouldn't picking up a whole big bag full of sugar, wouldn't that <laughs> actually be a good thing rather than going without any food at all? What's a little Snickers for lunch? I mean, yes, of I course mean, it would be. <laughs> Uncle, mean, Uncle Milton. And, and hey, yeah. look, it, all you got to do is wear underwear mm-hmm. and carry a hammer, and you can get into the richest places of San Francisco, <laughs> just like that. You guys I are mean, look at it. Me today. I mean, all you got to do is, is, is or, or be a nudist. <laughs> we, we now know the attacker is a left-wing lunatic, right. uh, a Castro nudist, mm-hmm. show up. Go go to go to the richest homes in right. your neighborhood, yeah. especially when the wife is away and you mm-hmm. happen to be male, mm-hmm. and show up on the front door naked mm-hmm. with a hammer. And clearly, rich, drunk old men will allow you into the house, and you can take whatever you want. I agree with you. <laughs> I yeah, agree with you. this this is exactly yeah. the reason that we put elementary school teachers and administrators on a pedestal. Yeah, exactly. And here's here's another thing to point out. In all of the parades that I went to as a parent when my kids were these ages for school, okay, all these parades, when the kids didn't dress up, they walked around with the kids in costume, yeah. okay, because they just didn't feel like dressing up. They didn't want to, whatever. You had the cool kids. Eh, I'm not going to do that. I'm too old. And they would just walk around. And they actually liked it because they didn't have to sit in a chair. And they actually just got to walk around, okay? Mm-hmm. So the whole premise of this is just so bogus. And uh, like I said, I'm not defending the pagan holiday. I'm just saying that this was something they always did in schools and uh, people weren't sitting in the library. And if you were a parent that did not want your kid to participate, you just didn't go to school. What is hard about this? Well, and I, I, I hasten to remind everybody, if this was participation yeah. in a Black Lives Matter parade or uh-huh. protest, all of a sudden, it's poverty, safe. all yeah. of that stuff goes out the window. Mm-hmm. In fact, you would be bullied for not going. We had those circumstances. Remember when the riots were going on and you had kids that mm-hmm. would not engage in the classroom propaganda. They wouldn't march down the halls. Mm-hmm. They would not go to assemblies. Remember when the kids were being told in the public schools over the, the intercom, uh, that we're going to have a walk out of your math and science classes to to show support for Black Lives Matter in the auditorium. There were some kids who stood, stood pat still in their seats and wouldn't go. And they were bullied by the other kids in the administration. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, this talk about poverty and inclusivity. I mean, there, obviously, you guys have hit on something. There's more going on here. Yes. I mean, it may be a pagan holiday, but, holiday, but it is a holiday that when you brush away uh, the superficialities, you do have a religious point being made. This mm-hmm. is a this is part of the Christian calendar. This is part of, and, and the day that comes after, of course, Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, Hallow's Eve, All Saints, All Souls Day. All this is part of a Christian calendar. I think that mm-hmm. uh, we it's one more way in which we're attacking the idea that the 2,000-year-old Christian calendar, which with its anchored by Christmas and mm-hmm. anchored by Easter and everything from Valentine's Day, which is another pagan worldview, right. all the way to to, to uh, Halloween has been Christianized as part of this ritual cycle of a year. And all of that now has been deemed nat- yep. nationalistic, fascist, Christian nationalism. Mm-hmm. I, I think what this is one more, what, what they've done to, to, to Columbus Day, how we, right. so somehow 
as we talked about three weeks ago on your show, Kate, mm-hmm. uh, Columbus Day now is not about the founding of uh, America or the discovery of the West on the part of Europeans. Now it's about evil and a lack of inclusivity. Uh-huh. Yet we're celebrating in the place of Columbus Native American tribes who engaged in their own kinds of war and murder and genocide. It's it's up back. It's completely backwards the way they've done this. Amen. Absolutely. And here in a few weeks, we're going to also learn that there's nothing to be thankful for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like we did last year. Yes. Yes. We've got to cancel Thanksgiving again to to contemplate the plight of the American Indian. Right. And didn't we just find out in the news that uh, Sashin Littlefoot, Mm -hmm. who was the Indian bravette who uh, stood up for uh, in Marlon Brando's Mm -hmm. place when the Oscar was, Mm -hmm. wasn't even an Indian. (laughs) She was Mexican. (laughs) I, I wonder if she was related to Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, you can't make this stuff up. Everybody remembers the iconic photo of her standing there at the Oscars accepting the award for him, right? And giving the whole, you know, um, you know, uh, political speech. But yes, we're in, in a day of coming together, which is Thanksgiving, right? Coming together. We're going to be talking about how murdering Indian tribes, uh, you know, murdering tribes. Uh, we're not going to talk about what they did to each other. We're just going to talk about overtaking them. So it's very interesting to me. I also have to make note, too. The funniest piece of hypocrisy for me in the whole Halloween thing, before we leave that completely, was the kid, uh, this woman putting up this uh, this um, message. She said, my kid's school sent a note saying they could wear Halloween costumes to school tomorrow as long as they don't cover the face because it will hinder the learning environment. I was waiting for the punchline at the end, but apparently they didn't see the irony of their message. Right, but Amen. if they showed up in a... Uh... <laughs> a surgical gown mask. Suddenly, they'd be pioneers, pioneers of health. Uncle Melty. So yeah. the the only oh, holiday God. left that's really hasn't been thoroughly attacked is is Christmas. Well, it has been because most public schools have renamed it uh, Winter Break. So the pagan solstice, mm-hmm. ironic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Halloween wants to be, we want to can, cancel Halloween, which is a pagan ritual ultimately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we want to replace it with winter solstice, which is another <laughs> pagan, right? No. And then when you've got the point too, I, right. I have a thought on that. Okay. The reason they're not attacking Christmas quite so hard is because mm-hmm. in this culture, Christmas is already about gifts and not about Jesus. Yes. I think they don't have to go after it very hard. No, they the don't. The vast majority of there. adults, it's about gift giving it has yeah. nothing to we're do not, with the birth of we're Christ. not giving we're not giving gifts to jesus we're we no. want gifts ourselves yeah. right That's and then right. also i loved this from babylon b report jesus is aware that your harvest festival is really a halloween party <laughs> 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 oh i was dying laughing yeah. but you're right about all of those things I, I i i look at what we've what we've kind of done to all of this and look what we've done to christmas and um have really slid off the rails of the meanings of these things for sure did yeah. you we may have to talk about that, yeah. this after the break, but did you see that little town mm-hmm. in Texas that hosted a, what was effect, uh, effectively a, a non-Christian pagan festival mm-hmm. over the weekend? And you actually had Satanists who were drawing upside down crosses on little kids' foreheads oh. and getting people, mom, moms and dads and kids, to mm-hmm. unbaptize themselves, to recite a pledge to Satan so that their baptism would be unmade. This was in a small town in Texas. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Now, I've heard of that being done at the gay pride parades, right? Because we were always, you know, just trying to understand why in the world that was part of the gay pride parade. But it makes sense. But it was just it was just odd. But it's just so sickening. And that was in Texas, huh? 
Wow. Yep, Tyler, Texas. I'll send you the link. Maybe we can talk about it after the break. So gross, uh, what's happening. But um, our culture is certainly taking a dive. And the reason I brought up that whole school clip in the beginning was to, I said this in the last hour too, it was to say, this is where we're going in the future on everything. You punish the whole because you're teaching tolerance, but here's a drag show. You know what I mean? This will teach you tolerance, but we're going to go punish everybody out of the event these little kids were looking forward to because a couple of people aren't included because they well, didn't want to be. So at drag at drag shows, you've got costumes, you've right. got yeah, goodies given away. Yeah. You've got, I mean, my God, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, it's very, very bizarre. The language we're using, the excuses that we're using and where we're headed as a culture. 80%, by the way, voiced uh, today, they say in a poll, you know, how I feel about polls, but 80% say the country is out of control. 80%. Be right back. Kate Daly show. They're right. Be right. Uh, we'll, we'll be right back. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a physician. I've been in practice for 40 years. You know, when I started taking this, you know, I, I don't like medicines, and I probably have taken more people off medicine than I put on it. And so I looked at it, and it's pretty much a natural uh, element. And there's no question in my mind, knowing a lot of patients, that uh, people my age, you know, 60 and over, do not eat right. And they certainly don't get the appropriate uh, uh, nutrients through the vegetables, fruits, and things like that. So I think that it supplies the building blocks that your body normally would use to heal itself. And uh, if you don't get them, you don't heal right. So it's amazing. I mean, I'm doing what I did two years ago. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code KATE. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to tell you real quick. Look, we didn't invest in uh, T-shirts and hats. We could have. Believe me, I've come up with a slogan or two, as you could probably imagine. We have the commemorative uh, Kate Daly Show coin because we want to put money back in your pocket. And we knew that right now, with everything going on, you would want to invest in precious metals. This is a real silver coin. It is a uh, minted after the first coin ever produced in the United States. It has a piece of history that I love. And it has the Kate Daly Show on it, Be Faithful, Be Fearless. comes in a beautiful case. $99, and most of that goes to the show. But it is going to put money back in your pocket. And I do think silver's only going up. I wanted to make sure that you got something out of that, out of helping Truth and Radio. We're up against a lot because shows like this don't go on for a long time because uh, corporations usually edge us out. And I don't want that to happen. Please help this show stay on the air and you can help free speech and know that you did something to help free speech in America survive this. Radio is very important. It's a very important element because you're listening. And when people are listening, as Rush used to point out, when people are listening, they're digesting those words better than watching stuff something on TV and watching visuals. It's a really important medium. And I want to stay here doing this show with all of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you. Go to Kate Daly radio.com and please pick up a few of those coins i would really appreciate it thank you from the bottom of my heart hello i'm mike lindell and in light of the recent events your continued support means everything to myself and my employees to thank you we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding get my pillow bed sheets for as low as 29.98 a set of pillowcases for only 9.98 in this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. 
We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Make sure and use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, and get those savings and help Truth in Radio. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It was, it's tough today because, you know, with it being Halloween and everything, you go to the, uh, the more of the Halloween songs, but then on the other hand, it's just... It's just too ripe not to play the the Peter Paul and Mary song, and so it's hard, right? So there's this one. If I had a hammer, <laughs> with the current news. Oh gosh, I'll never be able to listen to that song again after and not picture uh, Paul Pelosi yep. as lover. Anyways, uh, welcome to the show, and uh, I just we have Doctor uh, Duke Pesta on with us, so it's always fun, and Uncle Milty. Of course, preparewithkate.com. Go get some food storage. You're really going to need it. With the um, impending diesel shortage, I did a whole show about this on Friday with Eric Peters from ericpetersautos.com. We talked about diesel. And there's no reason to single out diesel. There's no good reason. There's, I mean, obviously, this is such a faked manufactured event, except the event could be very real. It's just the reason behind it is fake, okay? So if we end up having a shortage, it'll happen around um, uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, it's supposed to be happening. So you get prepared for that and understand kind of, you know, listen to that show. He gave some ideas, but oh my gosh, what are we, what are we headed for? That's after the election. So everything's set in stone and at that point, and then we suffer from whatever event is coming our way with that. And that can mean a lot of trucks not on the road. So we have that impending prepare with Kate.com. We'll put you into my Patriot supply and they've got a lot of specials and a lot of wonderful things. Please go there and get some food storage and you can pay on it later. Okay. Just have it under your roof. Dr. Pesta joins me. Uncle Milty joins me. We were just talking on the break uh, about the whole Pelosi thing. Did you want to give your two cents? Well, I, I just have some questions. Was the jackhammer number one? <laughs> and, and how many times did uh, did Paul get nailed? I mean, <laughs> I mean, give, given the uh, story, you know, there's a story out there that's a. I didn't know you this. You guys are killing me. In, in San Francisco, Paul Pelosi has a. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, a reputation, or at least a rumor mongering uh-huh. surrounding him that he may be gay. I mean, yep. I mean, come on. Yeah. I well. mean, if you lived in San Francisco and you were married to Nancy, I mean, would you just consider I'm, going the other I'm way? I'm pretty sure you'd you'd be turned this way. So I, yes, I, yeah, yes, I, yes. The, the idea that you can't turn people gay—that uh, that's what Nancy Pelosi is for. I mean, she, she's probably. She's probably outfitted more men for the oh, other team gosh, over the last I'll 40, 40, 50 years. Yes. Oh, well, you'd have uh, to, to be married to her. Um, but but, uh, yeah. but the story is unbelievable. I mean, obvi- this mm-hmm. is a, a case where obviously we are having information withheld. Right. Why, why was the hammer there? Why was it in his hand? Why did he describe this guy as a friend? Why? Uh-huh. 
Well, there's so many questions here. If it, put it this way, if you want to put to rest once and for all all this suspicion and speculation, uh-huh. tell the truth. Yep, yep. He was, if the yep. truth is obvious, then tell it. Yep. Quit pretending that you can't tell us this or we're doing an investigation, right? Uh-huh. And I, in that same article, it was suggested that there was some there was a, a male in the, the car with Paul mm-hmm. when he had his drunken driving Yep, because the airbag yep. went off. <laughs> the passenger <laughs> airbag. But that's yeah. the problem, you mm-hmm. see. He, he, he loses his tract of where he is because he's so drunk, right. he right. starts slipping with right. his tongue. But then every, well, stop. Well, some, some, somebody's got to work the stick shift. <laughs> but when you guys are drive. killing me. Okay, so beyond that, beyond hey, that. Can I, can I interest you in some supplementary, supplementary restraint? How about that? <laughs> stop. <laughs> Gosh. They are trying to paint this guy as a MAGA. Um, as a as a conservative, which a guy from Berkeley, 42 years in the school system now because he's a lifetime student and belongs to Castro's nudist colony. I'm going to go with and, no on conservative. I don't and know. And a homeless guy <laughs> who sometimes sleeps in an abandoned bus with Black Lives Matter and gay pride f- I uh, know. flags festooning it. Yeah, yeah this is your um, typical Rush Limbaugh guy. Yeah, <laughs> so I, everything is portrayed this way and I'm getting really tired of it and i think most people are and and you know what though the more ridiculous they get about it then good it just makes people realize that are probably not going to be listening to the show that understand that this is a a lie you know what i mean the guy was a conservative right okay um and then goes in the house and yells about nancy um First name basis? I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, strange. So the whole well, thing is crazy. And if you're Paul Pelosi and yeah. you you manage to escape this lunatic into the bathroom where you're locked in calling the police, why would you come out of the bathroom door? Uh-huh. Yeah. I uh-huh. mean, what would, would, would you? I mean, there's somebody in the house uh-huh. who seems unstable. You've managed to lock yourself in the bathroom mm-hmm. and you're on the phone with the police. First of all, would you hang up with the would you hang up with on, on the, the cops? If you're in there and not just a, just one locked door away from you right. was a lunatic with a hammer. Would you hang up on the cops? I wouldn't know. And no. number two, would you leave? <laughs> The bathroom. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. um, I think it's safe to say that everybody can probably see through this event, and it's a non-event, and it's a distraction. It truly is a distraction. And if it's out there to get some sympathy and to turn it into something it's not, um, or maybe they're ousting him soon, or they're going to do away with him soon. I don't know. But I'm sure Paul probably just said to the guy, hey, uh, you take your pants off. I got to get some more poppers out of the medicine cabinet. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm sure that's how that worked. That's how he got into the bathroom to begin with. You guys are killing me. I mean, this would make a brilliant Saturday Night Live clip if they actually treated Democrats the same way they treat Republicans. But they yeah. don't. Remember then, yeah. was, was that guy in Utah? Who was the uh, congressman or the senator who was playing footsie in a bathroom oh, with another guy? Oh, he was friends with, uh, best friends with Senator Hatch. Uh, the guy from Idaho. He was a senator from Idaho. Yeah, that's Yeah, right. they were best I mean, friends. Yeah. yeah. Saturday Night Live had a field day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. they I mean, did. Paul Pelosi yep. and his hammer wielding boyfriend. That could <laughs> tell me that wouldn't make a fantastic right, skit. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, for sure. I think I, we just wrote half the joke. I think we did. I think you guys did. Uh, I also wanted to talk about this too and, and get into this because this was interesting. Brazil did a, a whole turn on uh, turn into politics. It hasn't taken in a very, very long time, obviously. It turned very left and uh, Bolsonaro is out and everybody thought 
thought Bolsonaro had it, okay? The election. And what did they constantly say in Brazil? That, of course, um, it was tight. The race was tight. It was so tight. And we're getting told this a lot right now, are we not? In America? Yep. Yeah. Uh, The race is tight. We know the race between Biden and Trump was never tight. The majority of the country was voting for for Trump. We knew that. Everybody knew that. Biden even could only get 2,000 people out to see him when he announced that he was actually the candidate um, for the Democrat Party. So, So we know that he didn't get those people. But this is happening in Brazil. And this is happening all over the United States, but this happened. And uh, they had trucks and protesters blocking highways. I always love the truckers when they speak out. And then, of course, people are shocked that Bolsonaro was out. That's strange because he shouldn't be. And I think that uh, this is just another way to conduct fraud. But what are your thoughts on this, Dr. Pesta? No, I agree. And I, I think, uh, you know, the inevitable starting to happen, right? Mm-hmm. The red wave is supposed to come. The some of the some of the numbers now, interestingly, just today are starting to creep a little bit closer now. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know. I it seems to me that the art of polling has become largely political. I mean, you almost wonder if we'd be better off without these polls. They don't. What what purpose do they they actually engineered to sway public opinion? So you think everyone else in America is thinking the way you're not and you're the outsider. And look at it this way. Uh-huh. If over the last 25, 30 years, and this is absolutely true, all the skewing of the polls was to benefit progressives and liberals, or yep. it was not, no one was screwing, excuse mm-hmm. me, skewing, <laughs> no one was screwing, skewing, oh, I can't even say it now, too much Paul Pelosi in my head. All the skewing has gone the way of the left, not the right. right. So what does that tell you in the right. last two weeks when Republican candidates in close Democrat areas had three and five and seven point leads? Yeah. You would think, wouldn't it, that mm-hmm. those are really 13, 15, 20 point leads? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is not right. And it was 49% to Lula's 50.9. That's a little close. Uncle Milton. So see if this sounds reminiscent. In the governor's race in Arizona, Carrie Lake held an event and had about 12,500 attendees at her event. Okay. At the same time, Katie Hobbs, the Democrat, held an event and had 28 people show up. And yet... It's a tight race. It's a tight race, huh? Now, come, didn't we see that a lot with Trump and Biden? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, and Hillary. Yeah, yep. we saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it's almost as if they learned from Hillary. Yeah. They, that was this. That had been winning a winning combo for about 10, 15 years from them, but it, then it didn't work with Hillary. Mm. Yeah. And then the very next election cycle with Biden. Yeah. All of a sudden. Well, I'll tell you, this is in every race, and it's even community races, county races, where it's really, really tight, yet one person does a lot more. um, They're out there a lot more than the other person, and the obscure person that never campaigns, because I know, because I had this in a local race here, um, won. And everyone was like, how'd they win? You know, Um, because it it doesn't, it's not normal. This is not normal. The the other thing is this, you know, you've got 65, 70% of our country that's pretty conservative. So- you really could never have a close race, really. And that's why this has been such a lie for so long that we have gotten used to hearing it's a tight race. Have you seen a race? Can you point to a race where they don't say it's tight? If it's in the press, it's tight. That's right. Yeah. And at a lot of well, these races for the Democrats, the largest group of attendees are the flies. <laughs> they can't get people out. Yeah. They could not sell what they were selling. And so how do you do yeah, that? And, you and, manufacture this. Go ahead. Well, think about what's unusual about this election mm-hmm. cycle. For the first time in my life, 
the Democrats won't even debate. I mean, yeah. you had to drag Fetterman right. to yep. that debate. Right. To that debate, you had uh, you mentioned Katie Hobbs. She literally ran away from reporters mm-hmm. and would and hide hid in a basement mm-hmm. rather than debate her her challenger. Yes, I mean when you so you got that going on, and yep. that's that's like unprecedented. The, it the, is. the left doesn't want to talk about. You've got a president now who's toxic. That that the the bully pulpit of the president. Nobody wants him there. No mm-hmm. Democrats want to campaign right. alongside yeah. him. And, that, and that's stunning. And then when you add to that the fact, like you said, that when you look at the crowds coming out to see Rob Publicans and the ones coming out from Democrats, it's five, ten times the number. Mm-hmm. And always was and always has been. And 60 Minutes tried to do tried to do a really bad piece on 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 the guy trying to say there was election fraud and tried to mock him and and make him look ridiculous in front of America last night, a week before the elections. They don't want anyone talking about fraud. Go I, ahead. Uncle I Nolte. love that when the reporter asked Biden, why don't don't the Democrats want you to come and campaign for them? Uh-huh. And he says, what are you talking about? I've been to 16 of them. <laughs> oh <my laughs> 16. <gosh. Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it's pathetic. This whole there thing. are a lot of really unprecedented mm-hmm. weird things. I mean, you've got um, you literally have the Democrats now protect all they've got is ableism. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that that why you, you should vote for Fetterman. <laughs> Right. Simply because Dr. Oz dared to debate him. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was bullying. It was ableism. Well, if if you're conceding that your candidate is easily bullied and he is uh, disabled to the point of Mm -hmm. being bullied by an ableist, isn't that proof that he shouldn't be the guy? (laughs) And can't put two words together when he wished everybody good night when they asked him to describe (laughs) himself and why he's a good senator uh, or would be a good senator. And he said, good night, everybody. So when you I mean, he he makes Herman Munster. Yeah. Look like a rocket scientist. Yes. And so all of this is to say that, that that they're trying to tell everyone in America that everybody likes what's happening in America right now. And we know this isn't true. So as long as the media has this, Carrie Lake even, um, you know, obviously yes. going for governor, she came out and she said, don't believe anything you hear. The news is lying to you. The only truth is in the Bible. And I'm like, yeah, I like this candidate. Uh, she's willing to say it. And of course, the media will demonize it and also keep up the lie that she doesn't have a prayer. It's very bizarre. Be right back. Kate Daly show uh, with Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty. Be right back. are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. If you're wondering why I'm playing this particular song instead of a Halloween song, well, there's a story behind that. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, with Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty on your Halloween Monday, I also wanted to say, um, get over to Inside Out Hyperbarics. They've been doing a stellar job at getting you healthy, and so many people have these. In fact, when I interviewed Allison Armstrong on Friday about relationships, she's the relationship guru. You know, she's been on Prager for 18 years, and she's the she's the gal everybody goes to for relationship help. And I had her on the show, nice detour on a Friday show, and she mentioned after the show, she goes, "I have a hyperbaric." Machine. She goes, I started working 
with the high inside the hyperbaric machine because she said I was working from home and she said it looked like I got a facelift because we were talking about um, how it can actually solve that problem while it's solving some um, health issues for you. And so it's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. She's like, I wouldn't go without my hyperbaric machine. I love it. Make sure that you get one in your home. You can make payments on it later. Go to insideouthyperbarics.com. Talk to Ryan there. Ask him questions about whether it can help you with whatever situation you're in. Autoimmune, dementia, autism. I mean, everything is controlled with our cells with oxygen. So a number of things can be helped by insideouthyperbarics.com. Insideouthyperbarics.com. Back here with um, back here with Dr. Duke Pesto and Uncle Milty. Why did I play the song La Bamba? Well, it's a sombrero. It's a sombrero. There's a new poll out that says more white people, read liberals, mm-hmm. are offended by wearing a sombrero if you're not Mexican than even Latinos are. So in yes. other words, this is a you wearing a sombrero on Halloween is really only going to piss off liberals, <laughs> which is means which we all mm-hmm. need to put on a sombrero right away. <laughs> it's absolutely true. In fact, they are definitely telling people you're not allowed to dress like that. Like you said, the Hispanics don't care. Uncle Milty? I don't find that humorous myself. I used to get very upset as a cowboy when Indians wore cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as little kids, they, they, they think about these costumes and they want to be whatever it is. And I have a little granddaughter that wanted to be Elsa because she only sees, you know, Elsa out there and, and with the hair and the whole nine yards. And it's really cute because they, they, they look and they just want to be this. But really what they're doing is they're running their narratives so together and, and, and it's backfiring so badly on them. When they say that you can't wear this and you can't wear that because of the appropriation, I mean, can you go as the chick that went for the Oscar for Marlon Brando? As a Mexican, you dress up half Mexican, half Indian. I mean, we're getting to a point where it's so crazy that the only thing you'll be able to go for in, with Halloween is to be a carrot or something. And that's probably offensive to somebody. Uncle Milty? I'm waiting for some Caucasian person to say say that for a person of color to graduate college is cultural appropriation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every time you see oh a non-white gosh. toting around a cell phone. Oh, I mean, it's, white hey, privilege. What have you done? What have you done? Oh. And that airplane you're riding in, buddy, yes, where do you yes. think that came from? I mean, everything is offensive to somebody. Yep. And so, th- but the point is, is why we give in. Why are we giving into the nonsense? It. You know what the problem with the left is? What? There's way too much actual diversity in this country to make it all stick. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if it was just, yeah. if, if the only minorities were Hispanics, mm-hmm. you might be able to get away with the don't wear a sombrero on mm-hmm. how a Halloween. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that what are you doing when you've got Asian people wearing sombreros or yeah. Hispanics wearing uh, dressing like rappers. I mean, there's so much actual diversity here that mm-hmm. all these diversity initiatives keep bumping into each other. That's why they invented uh, intersectionality, that ridiculous right. concept. Yeah. Right. It just means whenever two liberal groups bump heads mm-hmm. as to who's the bigger victim, mm-hmm. blame Whitey. That's, that's yeah. the entire <laughs> purpose that of intersectionality. Truth? Isn't yeah. that the truth? I remember a Halloween um, back in the late 70s and my brother dressed up, I don't want to embarrass my brother, but he dressed up like an I- Iranian, okay, because he needed a last minute costume, threw his hair up in a turban. <laughs> 
around instead of in a turban and went and and blackface went as an Iranian. Okay, and we were laughing hysterically. This is this is when all that stuff was breaking loose, you know. And and of course, uh, the second Reagan gets in, they're freed. The hostages are free. But this was all in the news at that time. Okay, nobody said a thing about that no. being offensive. There wasn't one single word about it. We live in America, for Pete's sakes, uh, where everything was up for everybody's fodder. And now if you tried to do that, can you even imagine the looks? And that's only because we're self-censoring ourselves into the crazy of these leftist progressives. Uncle Milton? For decades and decades, yeah. people dressed in blackface with with Afro wigs on at Halloween and no one said, no a, one word. said a word. But now today, looking back, oh, oh looking back, it you. was just awful. Nobody cared then. I know, I know. What are your thoughts well, on well, that? Well, before that, you had black folk dressing with white face. And yep. I get it. This was uh-huh. uh, during the slave times. And I, I understand all about why they did mm-hmm. that. But the point being that when is painting your face ever mm-hmm. been offensive? Right. Right. And on Halloween, go as whatever you want. It doesn't even <laughs> exactly matter. exactly right. It this doesn't matter. But we're but what we're doing is is these stories that continuously come out. Right. And, and these attitudes we're adopting them as the norm and we're reacting to them as the norm. And as long as we keep doing that, we turn the country cultural route towards all of this crazy. That's in, what we're doing. In almost it's every so aspect of our lives today, mm-hmm. we accept the anecdotal story as the majority. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And it's not. And I, I, I'm telling you that that school where that lady said that from the district, there were all those parents who absolutely disagreed, probably some teachers that disagreed, but the one district lady gets the voice on the matter and she's the left lunatic. Yeah. Right? In fact, we are so not systemically racist that Mm -hmm. we are willing as a collective majority to pretend that the anecdotal, there's no proof for it case is the one we have to change the world for. Yeah, Yeah, right. And so there's like a list, there's probably a list of costumes that you're not supposed to wear. I would tell everyone, wear them, wear them, wear them, wear them and stop stop catering to the crazy because we're at that point where and i said basically you can go as a carrot for halloween because everything's offensive couldn't you find offense in everything absolutely well everything is offensive freedom and opportunity and individuality Uh and Mm -hmm. i think when you scrape it all away this is the war on the individual right Right, right. this is the idea that uh, the collective knows better and in the name of collective harmony we must Mm -hmm. stop all kinds of every individual has to give up as individuality to become part of the collective and that's what they want they they said you can't come as a holocaust victim good housekeeping said you're not allowed do you know anyone that went as a Holocaust victim? I do not know anybody for Halloween. I've been around a lot of Halloweens. Hey, How, when I did I mean, that, I just called it a Karen Carpenter oh my gosh. costume. And, no, and I mean, you got this Look. white person, you're allowed to do that, right? Oh, my gosh. Give what, me a break. Go ahead. What I found really hopeful is the turnaround now of mm-hmm. the comedians. The comedians yep. are coming back and saying yep. enough of this. Yep. Yeah, humor that's is humor is humor. You're not allowed yeah. to do a transphobic costume. You're, I'm sorry, but that's usually, that happens every, every Halloween, that's and right. it's ridiculous. I'm, and then the COVID-19 pandemic, you're not allowed to go as anything because uh, that, that resembles a COVID something. 
Like yeah, the CGI on this, image. On this uh-huh. show, we've made bad jokes, mm-hmm. and that's that's resistance. Right. Resistance is joking about things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing to go when the when the individual goes is humor. Right. right There's right. nothing funny anymore, and so even bad jokes, even odd jokes, even jokes that clunk are mm-hmm. still, it's a form of resistance. Right. I mean, you know, we, h- how did minorities over the years mm-hmm. get culturally recognition? Yeah. By mocking those yep. who would mistreat them, right? Yep. I mean, that's what you do. You laugh at people who, mm-hmm. who try to hurt you rather than cry. Right. When you cry, when you whine, when you lock yourself away, they win. When you look them in the eye and make jokes about them, mm-hmm. you win. Yeah. What is one of the first little poems kids learn in school? What? Sticks and stones, stones will, will break, break my, my bones. bones, but names me, will never hurt me. Let, let me go one step farther. Good housekeeping, and I'm not kidding. They put a picture of a little kid in a very caricature, London-esque 1930s hobo outfit, and they said that you're not allowed to be, and I quote, an unhoused person. <laughs> <laughs> What is an unhoused person? Oh my gosh! Can you believe this? Wow! It's as if the as if it's the housing's <laughs> fault for not finding the homeless and and forcing them to occupy themselves. Yes! Oh my gosh! An unhoused person. They're those bigotry, those bigoted architectural buildings. How dare they? Changing the language again, and you're not allowed to go as a national tragedy. I'm sorry. Do, do you know anyone that went as the Twin Towers? Do you know anybody with that costume? The costumes that they represented in this article of Good Old Good Housekeeping magazine are laughable. Things that people don't even go as, and they're telling you you can't go as these things because it's it's that bad, and uh, you can't go as the Black Lives Matters movement. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? Well, well, how would you do that? Sit on a I, toilet? I don't know, and you're not allowed <laughs> to go as a terrorist. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but but aren't if you're white, aren't you a terrorist already? I guess you are. So if you're, you're a, a white gen- terrorist. If you're a yes. sister, cisgendered white dude, you're already a terrorist. So that what are you so going to do then? That is so true. And you're not allowed to body shame. Okay. Um, these are the things. So this is why, in order to counteract this, you need to almost go as all of these things because they're telling you not to, and they're they're giving you all these parameters. See, here's the thing. The reason I say that none of these things, a lot of these things, don't even exist in costume. I've never even seen them. I've been around a lot of Halloweens, okay? And here's the deal. Most people, they know. We already know. Like, we already know kind of like, well, it's such bad taste. That why would you maybe go there? And you, you, you do those things. But everything else should be pretty much what you want to do. And why should anyone stand in your way? You've convinced me I'm going to dress up tonight as a skinny guy. <laughs> skinny guy. <laughs> but, but I got to ask the, que- the obvious yeah. question. Why is with, with with actual men with penises put uh-huh. women's clothing on? Why is that not body shaming women? Why is that You're not right. uh, 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 misogyny? Right. I mean, it's it based is. on everything they're telling you about Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. what drag queens are doing is the definition of that. And it's not just the yeah. 31st of October every year. It's right. every day. Yeah. Why is that acceptable? Yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. This is, uh, oh, you're not allowed to go as anything sexist either. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a man dressed as a woman, isn't that sexist? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And cultural appropriation. You can't go as a cowboy, an Indian, Egyptian, Iranian. You can't go as a Jewish person. You can't go as, um, you can't go as anything. But you can come as a black witch. 
Isn't that interesting? Did you know they sold more black witch costumes than ever? You can't go as that, but you, I mean, you can go as that, but you can't go as any of these other things. So the uh, the question I have then yeah. is, is a man dressing as a woman the same thing as a man dressing as a drag queen? Or are they different? Mm, <laughs> that poses a whole new issue yeah, for them. Yeah. What are they going to be offended by? Which one? Right? Which one's offensive? Yeah. So, it, so you know, you could dress as a nun. I'll <laughs> bet you if you dress like Jesus Christ, nobody would care. Not a bad an eye. Not bad an eye about that. Well, but I now would. You've got, so, but now you've got <laughs> witches, and we, mm-hmm. we learn that Wiccans now, witchcraft is actually a good thing. Yeah. So if you're dressed as a black witch, if you're dressed with, dressed with green paint and a wart on your nose, aren't mm-hmm. you, by definition, mocking Wicca? Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you? Yep. Basically, you're throwing them into a stereotype, aren't you? Um, you're also not allowed to wear anything that trivializes. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you seen Halloween? I mean, come on. Um, oh, or a zombie that looks like a uh, dead celebrity. Okay. By all of that, zombie, idiocy, trivialization, mm-hmm. you just yeah. can't go as Biden, it sounds like. Right. <laughs> oh, my god. Stuttering morons, the yeah. senile. Yeah. And you're not allowed to dress Ropers, up as uh, Britney Ropers, hair sniffers. Mm-hmm. They actually said you can't mock somebody's gender identity that's famous for something. So, like Britney over in Russia, can't yeah. can't dress up as as that person, whatever they are, male or female. But this is the kind of rules they're presenting. But it's who's doing those rules. We don't need to listen to any of this. If no. it's a Halloween costume, do whatever you want. I, this is getting ridiculous. In fact, on Halloween, you should make it to be a point to pick a costume that somebody's not going to like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Something, uh, something offensive in some way. And let's make Halloween really transgressive. Let's dress exactly how our betters don't want us to. That's mm-hmm. the premise behind the whole Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, at least in its modern non-religious well, iteration, yeah. is to it, it's, it goes back to the, the Feast of Misrule, right? It's uh-huh. like... It's it's this idea that somehow one day a week the uh, uh, the people who aren't get a chance to dress as they, as if they were the people who are. Yes, it's a good way of venting, right? Well, venting all of these yeah. kinds of uh, uh, different worldviews that have kept right. people down. It's a way of challenging reality. So, so you know, it's interesting to me if you go to a party of a bunch of liberal progressive. Let's say you hit California parties in the middle of Beverly Hills or whatever. I mean, these people are very liberal progressive. Most of them are going to be in costumes that are present yep. as very sexy, very sexy. Yet they're completely against sexism. Isn't that interesting that yeah. when given an opportunity, they'll be the first ones to dress that way. And I just think the hypocrisy is just it's insane. It's at such insane levels now. That's why you almost have to dress up as something offensive. Right. Dr. Duke Pesta, thank you. Really appreciate yeah, you coming guys. on today. And See you uh, next week, one yes. day before the election. Oh, that's right. Yes, absolutely. Be faithful, be fearless, and uh, of course, catch Dr. Duke's show. Um, you can Google Dr. Duke's show and find that. And of course, uh, Uncle Milty and I will be back tomorrow. So everybody have an enjoyable night. See you tomorrow.